Christ, this is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt the name of the Lord together. Amen and amen. Yes, I am with you on tonight, not in the office, not at the church, but coming from my home. Uh, you know, we've had some inclement weather today, and so we thought it best to 
um, just just kind of stay put. We didn't know which way that was going to go. So I hope all of you are safe. Hopefully you did not have any um, uh, damage uh, to your homes or or property or anything like that. Uh, It sounds like, as far as we can tell, the bulk of 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 the um, the storm that was anticipated uh, did not come to pass the way that uh, it was predicted. And so we're grateful for that. We're thankful for that. And we certainly are praying uh, that as the uh, storm moves further to the east, uh, that those who are in the pathway of that storm uh, will be as blessed as were we. Uh, so let's keep them in our prayers. Let's keep uh, others lifted up. Uh, and again, thank you for being with us on tonight. Um, we're glad that you are here. And what I want to do tonight, um, as we get started, go ahead and let me know. Well, I'll tell you what, let, let's uh, let's see who's in the chat line. Excuse me. Let's see who's in the chat line. Uh, uh, give me just a second here. I just lost my... <laughs> Everything is different now on on, on my uh, page here. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, now let's see who's on the chat line tonight. Hey, Christopher Johnson, God bless you. We're still praying for you. Uh, Deborah Ledbetter, we're certainly praying for you. Amen. Lifting you up, Sister Luster. God bless you. We're lifting you up as well. Vicky Nunn, amen. Good to see you on tonight. Amen. They're saying good evening to T.A. That's right. Good evening, T.A. Faye Hill. God bless you. Hope that everybody is safe. Let me know that if you're safe. Give me thumbs up if everything's good at your house. Uh, if you're not, let us know so that we can. Who is that turned 29? Did David Stevenson turn 29? Look at you. Happy birthday, David Stevenson, our friend in, um, in Indianola, Mississippi. Patricia Booth, God bless you. Good to see you all on tonight. If everybody's good, if you all are, are, are uh, were not affected uh, by the storm, give us some thumbs up and let us know uh, that you are good. Who else do we have? Loretta Epps. Uh, Daryl Bernard, amen. Good stormy evening here. Yeah. Anita Shaw, amen. Good evening to you, Ruth Ann Wilson. God bless you, Sharon Turner. Amen, amen, amen. They're continuing to come in. God bless you. Thank you for being here on tonight. Listen, while you are coming in, while you are coming in, let me let me let me take a moment. There's so much, so much going on. Uh, in our city in 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 a in a challenging way but also in a very positive way uh, we know about the challenges of the last uh, last month really uh, where where our water system was crippled by the storm uh, we know the, the the devastating impact that it has had on families uh, all across the city and we know some of the political fallout uh, that has happened as a result of that, and that is going on as a result of that. But there is some good news in all of this. Uh, the good news is that in spite of everything that's going on, what you see is some um, some really phenomenal um, uh, community service. Uh, you're seeing people come together. You're seeing churches uh, minister and serve their communities in very meaningful ways. Uh, you're seeing social service agencies uh, partner with churches. It, it, it's, I, I guess what I'm saying is people are coming out of their silos and really working together. And I, that's so exciting to me that, that, that it's not this sort of, you know, this church and that church or this group and that group. Uh, but you really see a lot more uh, of partnering, partnerships happening. 
Uh, and I, I always believe, I always say that, that um, if, if, you know, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you, if you want to go long and if you want to do something big, do it with others. Um, and so I'm glad that we are seeing uh, work being done with others uh, in our city and around the state. Um, and to that end, let me give some shout outs. Let me give some shout outs tonight because uh, something that we're doing uh, Thursday and Friday uh, of this week um, is, is the result of some partnerships. Uh, so let me give a shout out, first of all, to uh, Pastor uh, Larry Hawkins. Uh, pastor Larry Hawkins, who is the pastor uh, of the Union Baptist Church in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Uh, pastor Hawkins uh, called me earlier this week. And, and, and look, what I love about his spirit, Pastor Hawkins didn't even ask. He just told me. He said, Buck, I'm sending up some water. He didn't ask me if I needed it. He said, Buckley, I'm sending up some water. And, and, and lo and behold, all that day I had been calling around trying to uh, coordinate some, some uh, water relief. Uh, and, and Hawkins from the coast, from Pascagoula, called me and said, Buckley, I'm sending you some water. Uh, I believe they sent some water also to Cherry Grove uh, Missionary Baptist Church. And so I want to give a shout out to Pastor Larry Hawkins and the very uh, fine congregation of the Union Baptist Church uh, in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Uh, thank you so much for sending that water to us. Uh, we're going to get that out this week. Let me also give a shout out to Pastor Edwin Coffey. Uh, pastor Coffey is the pastor of the Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Palm Coast, Florida. Uh, pastor Coffey, uh, again, is, is a personal friend of mine, and uh, he called me and, and uh, basically said to me, listen, uh, we want to help. I've got members uh, in my church who are from Mississippi. Uh, and 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 they won't let me sleep until we do something. So, um, so shout out to to Pastor Coffee and to the uh, Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Palm Coast, Florida, who sent a very generous donation uh, to our church to make sure that we're able uh, to assist people who are in need, to bless families with food, um, uh, water, and food, and and whatever other needs. Uh, that may come about during during this continuing crisis. And, you know, really, this is what it's about. It's about people uh, really helping each other. Uh, and so this Thursday and this Friday, tomorrow and Friday at the church, uh, we will be having hot lunches. Hot lunches will be served uh, at noon, from noon until 1 p.m. Uh, those lunches are provided by various uh, restaurants in the Jackson community. Uh, and we're thankful also to our other partner, World Central Kitchen, who is the sponsoring agency for uh, these lunches. You see these lunches being um, given throughout the community, uh, mo many times uh, being uh, distributed at local churches. The World Central Kitchen is the sponsoring agent for those lunches, and they're partnering uh, with restaurants here in the Jackson area, uh, different restaurants. Uh, to get these hot lunch plates, both lunch and dinner. Um, and so some churches are doing lunches. We're doing lunches. Some churches are doing dinners. I believe Mount Helm uh, is one of the churches that are doing dinners um, on Wednesday, on Thursday and Friday of this week. And so all you have to do is show up. That's all you have to do, show up. Stay in your car. We've got 300 lunches on each day. 
Um, and, uh, and so we want to thank again, uh, Mount Calvary in Palm Coast, Florida, Pastor Coffee. I want to thank Pastor Hawkins and the Union Baptist Church in Pascagoula, Mississippi. And then we want to thank the World Central Kitchen, uh, the sponsoring agency for the hot lunches that we will be distributing uh, on Thursday and Friday, tomorrow and Friday of this week. Again, starting at noon, stay in your car. You can get a case of water and you can get a lunch and maybe a few others, uh, depending on on how many we have. Um, we want we want people fed. We we people just need a little a little a little relief uh, and if we can help out in terms of uh, uh in terms of helping uh, people stretch their budgets a little bit more uh we're happy to do that and glad to be able to do that let me also thank let me also thank our deacons our laymen our missionaries uh, our deaconess our ushers uh, all of you who came out on yesterday and all of you who will be coming out on Thursday and Friday to continue to serve. Um, many came out on yesterday to receive the water that was coming in from Pascagoula. And then many of those same individuals will be with us on Thursday and Friday to distribute that water to the community and then to distribute also uh, those hot lunches to the community. So thank you, deacons, deaconess, layman, missionary, ushers. Uh, and all other volunteers who may be a part of that group. I want to thank you uh, for just serving in the marvelous way, marvelous way that you do. Amen. All right. All right. All right. That being said, uh, we're going to have an abbreviated study tonight. Uh, so let me have a word of prayer with you uh, and get into the get into a little quick word. OK, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are the God who who speaks to storms. Uh, you are the God who forms and controls storms. And so, God, we thank you that today in the Jackson metro area, where we have been through so much so recently, uh, that you saw fit to spare us. And so, Lord, we thank you that the storm has passed over our area. And we pray for those who have yet been affected. God, be a very present help for them, with them, stand by them. Now, God, as we look into your word, we pray your blessings upon us that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts that we might hear and understand the truth of your word and experience the power contained therein. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. All right. All right. Real quick, real quick. Turn with me to Mark chapter seven. Mark chapter seven. You all remember we are studying the gospel according to St. Mark. We were in Mark chapter six last week. This week we're in Mark seven. And again, this this will be an abbreviated study. Just want to pull out a few things uh, in this chapter. Uh, Jesus continues, continues on this uh, this fast-paced journey, or Mark, I should say, writes on this fast with this fast pace uh, of Jesus's ministry um, that moves with with intentionality, uh, moves with with speediness, uh, and moves with power and authority. Uh, we we uh, look at Mark seven. Um, 
from this space of Jesus continuing in teaching. And he teaches, he teaches in Mark 7, uh, verses, let's see, verses 1 through, oh, about 22, 23, 1 through 23. Um, Jesus is teaching about what defiles a man. Real interesting, real interesting thing happens here. Uh, the Pharisees and the scribes, scribes and Pharisees, have been watching the disciples of Christ. And in their examination or observation of them, they recognize that they eat without washing their hands. Now, this was not uh, so much a sanitary issue as it was a holiness or religious issue. Um, the scribes and the Pharisees look at this and observe this, and according to the law, washing or eating with unwashed hands was sinful. Eating with unwashed hands uh, was, was not was not just about sanitation, it was about sin. And so the scribes and Pharisees challenged Jesus on the behavior of his disciples, basically saying, you know, you call yourself the son of God, you're supposed to be this great teacher. You haven't even taught your 12 disciples that if they're going to eat, that they are ceremonially unclean if they don't wash their hands before doing so. So they, they challenge Jesus on this. And Jesus responds to their challenge because he knows that their, their concern was not about spiritual things per se as much as it was about lawful things. They were concerned not so much about one's faith, but the form of one's faith. In other words, how it looked, how it looked, how they looked. Um, uh, the scribes and Pharisees were looking at them and basically saying, because they're not washing their hands, they don't look the part of being very religious. They don't look like holy men. They don't look like they've been schooled and trained in the law of God. They don't look like they, they really uh, know what it means uh, to practice the law of God. And so they were challenging Jesus because his disciples didn't look the part. Amen, somebody. And, and, you know, people, people can get real judgmental all the time, looking at others, deciding who looks to be religious and who does not. You know, this person looks like they love the Lord. This person does not. And you, and you, can, you, can, you can totally misjudge people based on their looks. You can totally misjudge people based on their appearance they, they look like this and so jesus challenge jesus jesus responds he he answers the challenge and he basically says to them 
You're concerned about the outward appearance. Your concern is about what they're doing on the outside, that they did not wash their hands. He says, I get it. I get it. I, I understand what the law says. He says, the problem that I have with what how you're bringing this up is that you think that the washing of their hands actually makes them holy. You think that these traditions actually speak to some inner truth. And so what Jesus says is you, you got it twisted. You got it wrong. Um, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's not what's on the outside that defiles a man, but what's on the inside that defiles him. It's not, he says, listen, they're going to eat with unwashed hands and, and, and they're going to eat something. And if that, if what they're eating is, is impure, guess what? The body is going to let it out. And, and, and what goes in is going to go out one way or the other. That, that's in the text, y'all, by the way. He, that's in verse, let's see. Oh, it's in there. Uh, verse number 15. Verse number 15, there is nothing from without a man that entering in him can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those, those are they that defile him. Did you get it? Then down in verse, uh, da, 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 verse number 18 and 19, he says, and he said unto them, are ye so without understanding also do ye, and he's talking to his disciples now, do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into a man, it cannot defile him because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly and goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. Jesus said, listen, what, what you're going to eat is going to be digested and it's going to be let out of the body. So that's not what's going to defile you. Jesus said, the thing that's going to defile someone is the stuff that's not going in the belly, but the stuff that's coming out of the heart. It's not the stuff that's going into the stomach. It's the stuff that's coming out of the heart. Are you hearing me? So, so Jesus says, listen, he says, the problem I have with you religious scribes and Pharisees is that you're so busy looking at the outward appearances and the form of religion that you don't understand what it really means to be in relationship with God. You think that the washing of hands is going to put you in right standing with God. He says, listen, you can wash all day and you can eat and you can wash with clean, hand, clean hands. You can eat, watch this, and you can still be defiled because it's not what's going into your stomach that makes you holy. It's what's coming out of your heart that makes you holy. Look at it. Verse, uh, verse 20. That's what he says. Verse 20. And he said, that which cometh out of man, that defileth him. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile a man. 
Jesus says you're looking at the wrong stuff. You you're looking you're looking at 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 how big somebody's Bible is. You're you're looking at 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 uh, how long somebody's dress is. You're you're looking at you look you're looking at all the wrong things. It's what comes out of the heart that really determines. See, y'all not gonna like me tonight. It's what comes out of the heart that really determines one's standing and relationship with God. And that's why Jesus, that's why Jesus had a hard time with the scribes and Pharisees, because they they wanted, they wanted a monopoly on religion. They they wanted to believe that that the practicing of the law and keeping the law was the thing that was going to make them right and keep them in right standing with God. And Jesus says, no, it's not, it's not, it's not, that's not what defiles a man. Eating with unwashed hands, that's not what defiles a man. Watch this. <laughs> he says, you're, you're concerned. See, it, it's it's like, it's like some, sometimes, sometimes people, and they, they did this too. Um, uh, talking about diet right and talking about what you could and could not eat and keeping the law from the standpoint of uh, you shall not eat this right and the law says it right don't eat these certain types of foods but what jesus would say and, and paul would come back and echo it it's not the food that defy it's not what you eat that defiles you it's what's eating you See, and I think sometimes the stuff that's eating us, greed eats us, envy eats us, pride eats away at us. Those are the things that defile a man and a woman. Not what we take in, but what we put out. And what we put out comes from the heart. Are you hearing? All right, all right. Then... Verses uh, 24 through 30, verses 24 through 30, um, we see Jesus has has an, has an interaction with a, a let's see, let's see if this, this version, uh, a Greek woman is what it's, yeah, there it is, it's, uh, a, a Syrophoenician Greek, uh, so a Greek Syrophoenician by nature, verse number 26, right? So this woman comes to him. Uh, it says, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. Verse 26, the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. She answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. He said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come unto her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. This is a passage that, that um, stumps and stumbles a lot of people, causes a lot of stumbling, because... Um, you wonder, you wonder about the, the the response of Jesus in this text to this woman. Um, it seems like he's very harsh. Um, 
he he uses this language that that feels very very harsh talking about the the uh the dogs and and um but but here here's what i'd like to suggest jesus jesus does something here that i think is a real challenge to to our prayer lives right so when Jesus, when 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 Jesus is approached by this woman, and she asks for him to heal her daughter, the response that's given is is almost jaw dropping. What I like about this text, and what I like about this woman in this text, is that she does not let Jesus's response throw her faith. She doesn't let Jesus' response keep her from asking again. She doesn't let what could have been, watch this, it could have been a turnoff, right? It could have been that thing where, 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 you know, she she could have said, well, forget it then, right? And and here's the thing, uh, some of us may, may have, you know, because here's the thing. It doesn't take a whole lot to offend us. And and this woman could have walked away offended. She could have walked away offended. If you go, wait a minute, you know, I you ain't gotta you ain't gotta talk to me like that, right? She could have walked away offended. But she does not let what Jesus says throw her or keep her from asking again or keep her from pressing the issue she's like okay i hear you i get that yay lord but even the dogs eat the crumbs it, it, it's almost like it's almost like i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is this there are there are responses that if you are not maturing your faith you could be offended by the answer i think what this passage stretches us to do is to not be so easily offended in how god answers us to not be so easily offended when we don't get the response that we thought we would have or should have or anticipated. See, because if you get offended too quickly, you'll also too quickly turn around. This woman sucks it up. And, and one of the reasons I believe she sucks it up is because she knows that what she needs, Jesus has. And so, and so here's the thing, you, you can walk away offended if you want to, but you're leaving the one who's got what you need. This woman says, okay, that's not, that's not the answer I was expecting, but guess what? I can roll with that. I can roll with that. I can work with that, right? I can, I can do something with that. Mm. That's not the answer. I was hoping you would just say, yes, Lord. But since you went there, 
I can work with that. Can you work with the answer that God gives you until you get what you want? Work with the answer that you got until, until oh, good God. Work, work with the answer that he gives you until you get to where, are you hearing what I'm saying? She, she, she doesn't let the initial response that Jesus gives her throw her and cause her to leave that situation offended and her daughter still sick. She works the answer. Okay, all right, I hear you. Not what I was looking for, but you do know that even the dogs eat the crumbs. I mean, if you want to, if you want to go there, that's fine. But it, but 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 dogs still get crumbs. And Jesus responds to that by by basically saying, you know what? That's that's a faith that's that's because it's not so offended, and it doesn't turn around because you didn't get the answer that you were looking for, and you don't stop. You don't stop praying because you didn't get the answer that you were hoping for. And you don't stop worshiping and you don't stop praying. and You don't stop giving and you don't stop studying your word because the Lord didn't come through the way you wanted him to and how you wanted him to and when you wanted him to. You're not so easily offended. He said, you know what? Go on home. Your daughter's sick. Your daughter's well. And she goes home. And in fact, she's up, sitting up in the bed. All right. Last, lastly, I told you I'm going to be abbreviated tonight. Verses 31 through 37. Uh, death man is healed here. Again, departing uh, from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came into the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. Bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. They beseech him to put his hand upon him. He took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers into his ears and he spit and touched his tongue. I, I love, I love, I love this, this, this particular passage because uh, again, Mark stays true to his mission in this gospel to show and to prove Jesus has power and authority, right? So chapter seven begins with him preaching and teaching and basically getting the religious straight. It's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but what comes out of the heart, what's already in him. He, he talks about this in another gospel. He says, you, you all are concerned about the outside of dishes. It's not the outside of a of a bowl that defiles it. It's the inside. Wash the inside. And then the outside will take care of itself. So, so Jesus preaches and teaches with this kind of authority that shakes up the religious, um, uh, the religious, um, word I'm looking for, the, 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 the status quo of the religious, right? He, he shakes that up. Um, he turns that on its head. He comes to this to this uh, this Greek Syrophoenician woman who asks uh, for for the healing of her daughter. He gives it to her. 
when she is not so offended by him. Which is interesting because, because if you think about it, she's not offended by him, but his own countrymen are. Right? It's, it's the Jews, it's the scribes and the Pharisees who are offended by him. But this Greek woman, Syrophoenician by nation, right, whom Jesus calls of the dogs, she's not offended by him. And then we get to this last portion of this, of this text where a deaf man, Jesus puts his fingers into his ears in order to open them. Did you get that? Jesus puts his fingers into his ears in order to open them. Now, let me say this. <laughs> I believe that there are some things that we need to stop listening to. I think, I think there's some things you need to put your fingers in your ears to and stop listening to it because, because there's some things that, 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 that are causing you to miss hearing the voice of God. He puts his fingers into the man's ears so that he could regain his hearing. I think there's some things you need to, you need to start blocking out things that have caused you to, to, to not hear the voice of the Lord. Um, whether that be other voices, other people whose voices have become too predominant in your life, and because they are who they are in your life, you can no longer hear the directions and the directives of God. Maybe you need to put your fingers in your ears. He, he put his fingers into his ears and opened the man's hearing. He opened his hearing. Yeah. Not only did he open his hearing, but he loosed his tongue. He's a, this passage calls him a deaf mute. He could not hear or speak. So Jesus opened his ears and Jesus loosed his tongue. And again, Mark does exactly what his aim and goal is to do in, in all of this gospel to show us that there is nothing that is outside of the power and the authority of Christ. The Jesus we serve opens stopped up ears, loosens tied up tongues, and calms stormy waves and wind. Nothing too hard for him. He, he, he feeds thousands with too little. He walks on top of water. He casts demons out of men and women. He heals 
those who have been sick for years. There's nothing outside of the power and the authority of our Savior. Mark, he does it again. <laughs> and he keeps on doing this throughout, throughout his gospel. I want, you to, I want you to leave us tonight knowing that there's nothing too hard for our God. It's nothing too hard for our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I want to thank you for your time. And uh, listen, this Sunday, this Sunday, y'all, is Women's Day. It's Women's Day. Yeah, we are celebrating uh, women and the women, strong women who uh, carry high the banner of Christ, uh, who do so many awesome and marvelous things uh, in the church, in the community. Uh, special guest, Dr. Caricia Brown uh, is a special uh, guest speaker. And so we're looking forward to hearing her message and certainly to all of the uh, women who will be participating on this uh, Sunday worship service. Uh, we're looking for a great time in the Lord. God bless you. And God keep you too. our missionary president, Sister Carolyn White. God bless you for the wonderful job that you continue to do with our missionaries. Amen. All right, let's pray, beloved. We thank you, God, again, for this day and for this night. We thank you, Lord, for your head, your hedge and your hand upon us, keeping us safe through the storm and the rain. God, you are so good. Bless now by the presence that in all things and through all situations that there's nothing too hard for you. We bless you, God, that you have all power and you have all authority. And we pray, Lord, that in our lives and in our relationship with you, that we would uh, seek to represent you and also the, the authenticity of our faith in you. That we would not be carried away by the form of godliness, but Lord, that out of our hearts would proceed a right and righteous relationship with you clean our hearts, clean our minds, clean our spirits, that we would be whole and holy. Granted, oh God, in the mighty match the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior in Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Listen again, tomorrow, we want to see you tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. Uh, come on by the church and pick up your lunch from 12 until 1, 12 noon until 1. Get your hot lunch. Uh, and a case of water on Thursday and Friday. Spread the word. We will see you tomorrow. God bless. Good night.